Hi, everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Good day. I am kind of sick, so if I cough in the middle of it, it's because I'm sick. She caught my, she caught my, 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 whatever, over, over the internet. Yeah, I got her Skype sickness. I don't know what I had. I don't know what you went through, but me, personally, I went through a lot. (laughs) I saw the end of my life briefly. It was not good. I threw up and I still went to class. Oh, man. I'm on, like, four different medications right now from the doctor. The doctor, okay, I went to the doctor, and he looked in my ear, and he said, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's how sick I was. He was, like, doing his thing and, like, check my blood pressure and all that stuff. My gain's really high. Man, I really gotta start. (laughs) (laughs) I really gotta stop uh, doing this. They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different (laughs) results. Expecting different results. Yeah, that's where we're at. But yeah, the doctor went, ooh, whoa. And I was like, (laughs) I was kind of like, doctors probably shouldn't say whoa. But, you know, (laughs) it happened. All right, people. We watched season two, episode 15, which was called Beth. Um, yeah, I oh, forgot to. Phases. Phases. Right. Because uh, everybody's going through phases right now. True. Very meaningful title. We loved it. <laughs> just kidding. This episode was just kind of okay. It was As you can fine. tell by the tone of our voices. It was fine. It was really, like, if we, if I'm going to go ahead uh, and spoil the end of the episode, I'd probably give it, like, a three or a four. Really? Wow. Yeah. I was, I was so bored. Um, yeah, I gave, I'm, we are really not, um, I would give it, like, a six. <laughs> really? It I was, like that's I mean, it was fine. Generous. It didn't, like. There wasn't anything that stood out to me, but it wasn't... I didn't think it was bad. It just, I thought the writing was bad. Really? <laughs> I thought the writing was bad this episode. Um, like, Xander's back to being annoying. Yeah. He's he's jealous of Oz now, because Oz is dating Willow. And I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> are you kidding right now he's making out with cordelia and he stops to bitch about willow and oz i know i would i would honestly i would just like employ all of my lower body strength and literally just eject him from the car (laughs) yeah i can't honestly like i can't i'm kind of judging cordelia for like putting up with that i know it's like well and that's the thing like he kept being he kept being, like, kind of weird, like, stuff you shouldn't say when you're, like, alone in a car with someone that right? you hopefully like. Yeah. And... He's totally into her. He, like, asked her to be his date to that party, remember, a few episodes right, ago? Right, yeah. He really... He he's actually totally likes into her. her. Yeah. And then he's being all weird, and she's just, like, kind of taking it. Yeah. And then she complains about it to Willow, which I also thought was weird. I liked that. I mean, I like that Cordelia and Willow are becoming more friends. Because, like, her and Buffy have a definite, like, relationship, even if it is complicated. 
And right. like, but like her and Willow really haven't had a lot of screen time together. Although it was, it did not pass the Bechdel test. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was thinking about it. It totally didn't. Because Beth, Beth and I were talking and we want, we want the podcast to have more segments. Yeah, be a little bit more structured. So we want to start doing is this episode feminist? So I was keeping an eye out for that. And uh, I can't I don't really know if it was feminist because there was a lot of men being sexist. Like, yeah, like, oh, oh my gosh. OK, so, yeah. So we came up with this segment and the the feminism that we're dealing with is like post. This is going to sound so nerdy, like post third wave. So we're looking, or maybe like third post, wave to today. So we're yeah, looking it's at like intersectionality. We're looking at, yeah. I mean, I guess we can't even, with race, it's never going to be like. Oh, you meant you and me, our feminism. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I meant, yeah, yeah. I, I meant, thought you meant the feminism in Buffy. And I was like, Buffy is not third wave. I think it is third wave, at you least. You do? Well, it's. Oh, I guess. I mean, if you had to put it into one of the waves, I guess we could put it in third wave. Well, third Because it's not... It's like a combination of second and third. Yeah. It's in the phase. Ha ha ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it? Yeah. Um, well... But we, our feminism, Beth and mine. Yeah, we, um... I, if you're going to label it, you know, like, the feminism that exists right now is, like, beyond third wave, but it doesn't really... It hasn't really breached a fourth wave. Yeah. It's, like, intersectional, very trans-inclusive. Uh-huh, for um, sure. Attempt, like, attempting to be trans-inclusive, attempting to be um, inclusive of people of color, women of color. Like, yeah, it kind of breaches more than just women, like, cisgender, straight women. Yeah. So, that's what we are dealing with. Um, so, we're looking for that in, uh, in episodes now. And this episode was a little weird because there's characters who are distinctly, like, their thing is the fact that they're sexist. Right. So there's a werewolf hunter named Mr. Kane or something like that. Yeah, Kane. And he wears a teeth necklace (laughs) and a brown jacket. (laughs) How about that? And, yeah, and he's like... What are you doing? You're a girl. Oh, yeah. And he was, like, weirdly sexual. Like, he was saying... that... Yeah. That was was, so weird. He heavily implied that Giles and Buffy were hooking up at... uh, It's called, like, Lover's Lane, which is, like, their make-out point in Sunnydale. Right. And he's, like... He he said something weird. He called Buffy a piece of fruit. He said, (laughs) um, pick the fruit while it's fresh. And That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird metaphor. And then Giles responds appropriately. Also, and he's like, you would do... He said something like, you do well to take that back. Yeah. It's just so gross. It was super gross. I didn't feel like they were grossed out enough. <coughs> What'd you say? I didn't feel like Buffy or Giles were grossed out enough by that implication. Yeah, like, he didn't get grossed out. He got mad. That's why I'm saying, like, I thought the writing was weird. That's like, true. Maybe I might have to, I might have to bump it back down to a five. Like, and there were, there this were things. the problem with rating it before you talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, 
the things that people were talking about and the way that they were talking to each other was weird. Okay, the scene with Buffy and Willow where they're, like, walking and then um, and then Willow's like, I don't want to be the only girl in school without a real boyfriend. And then she's like, oops, sorry, because of Angel. Right. You know what I'm talking about? That scene was weird. And it, Buffy was, like, like, Willow was saying things like, darn tootin', but not in an ironic enough way like she wasn't joking you know like if i was gonna say like if if i was like yeah you're darn tootin you know i'd make it a joke and it was like delivered seriously and so i just thought moving (laughs) around guys um yeah so i thought parts of the way that they were interacting were weird and like yeah especially just compared to the episode we watched right before this one so good it's so amazing that you go back to this and you're like everyone's being weird everyone's the worst yeah yeah um but yeah so the werewolf hunter was really sexist and he was being like you can't do a job you can't do this job you can't hunt werewolves giles is a librarian and you well you're a girl yeah. And then there was also Larry, which was an interesting subplot. Yeah. That was, uh, so Larry is, like, this school jock, and he's, like, really just disgusting and, like, grabbing girls' asses, knocking knocking girls' books out of their hands so that when they bend over to pick it up, he, like, looks at their butt. And then he shouts things like, thank you, thigh master. <laughs> I'm like, what do you, do, I don't know. Hey, Mama, welcome to the 90s. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I've never never seen that type of sexism and, like, catcalling in real life. Yeah, I don't know if that really exists in high school. I mean, I personally was never ogled in high school because I was a very frumpy person. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So... Dude, check me out in those gaucho pants. Right, like, I just wore, like, the same pair of jeans every single day, and I switched up my graphic tee. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah, we dressed very similarly in high school. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if this is real. But Um, even, like, I was friends with hot chicks, too, and they never talked about that happening. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe also, I think people are in general nicer now than they used to be in school. My parents say that everybody's way nicer. Students really? are. So maybe it's like a, a thing of the times. But um, anyway, so Larry's just like disgusting. And at one point they're learning like a self-defense class in PE or something like that. And Buffy's his partner and he grabs her ass and like she flips him over or whatever. And then they suspect that he's the werewolf because he's huge. He's like a really big guy, and he had and just gotten he's really by aggressive, a dog. right? And he had just had this his dog this dog bite that was all bandaged up. And Xander was like, "What happened?" And he was like, "This dog came out of nowhere and bit me." Um, and so you think it's him, and so Xander confronts him in the locker room and is like, "Hey, listen, I need you. We need to talk about this." Uh, I know what you've been doing after school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, no, that's not what he says. He says, I know what you've been doing I in the night. I know what you do at night. 
Yeah, which was another really weird line. <laughs> See, that's what I mean when I say the writing's bad. It was just like a bunch of really weird, like, what? <laughs> like, that's how you're going to ask somebody if they're a werewolf? You're going to say, I know what you do at night. <laughs> so, um, so he, like, confronts him and is like, I know what you do at night. And he says, we need to talk about it because I've, I've gone through the same thing referring to that time that Xander was, like, part hyena. Right. Which was a nice callback. There were, there were two callbacks There were two callbacks to season one. <coughs> there was, in the the very first scene, Oz is looking at the cheerleading statue that... Um, that Amy's mom is in. Amy, that's her name. Yeah, I remember her mom was a witch and, like, made him switch bodies and stuff. Yeah. And then her mom gets trapped into the cheerleading statue at the school. And Oz is looking at it at the very beginning of the episode, and he's like, this cheerleading statue's eyes follow you wherever you go. And I was like, oh my god, I know what that's talking about. I understand. Uh, Yeah, I got the joke. I was proud of it. Um, And then the hyena thing, too. So Xander's talking to the dude, and he's like, I know what you're going through. We need to talk about it. That's the best way to deal with it, referring to the the lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? lycanthropy i've only read that word i've never said it out loud yep um yeah and then larry's like larry's like oh i'm so glad you understand i'm gay <laughs> and then he starts and it was like a weird thing and then he was just like a different person all of a sudden right. <laughs> like right like he was just he just changed he you know what happened what? he got done with his phase and he had to move on to his next phase right which yeah. is all of all of a sudden not being a dick. Yeah, and so so like, that was upsetting in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, it kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't like that representation of no, coming out. Personally. Not at all. Yeah, it, um, it it it's the same. It's like a harmful trope of like closeted angry gay boy. Yeah, who like, like beats uh, everyone like up. That- that guy from Glee. Yeah, like that, like... Karofsky, that was his name. Is, his, is that his name? I just remember that one episode he tried so. to kill himself. Oh, yeah. I stopped watching by that point. And, yeah, coughs, remember, and Darren Chris sang cough syrup over it by Young the Giant. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, life's too what? short to even care at all. Oh, my God. That's not what that song is about. <laughs> is it? And I remember our friend Rachel... Our friend Rachel wrote, like, a dissertation on that song in that episode. Your friend Rachel? Our friend Rachel. Oh. Yeah, we have a friend named Rachel. Shout out to Rachel for bringing the Glee analysis, like, five years ago. Dude, she's on top of that TV analysis. (laughs) She's good. Um, Oh. But, uh. Anyway, yeah, so that that was, was weird. That was kind of annoying. Is that what cough syrup is about? I don't think so. You know who does I thought know? It, I thought it the was internet. like a... Yeah. I thought that that song was like, Life's too short to even care at all. Let's party. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing, losing my mind. Losing, losing control. What is that song about? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Young the Giant. Okay, I'll cough keep talking syrup. then. Can you so, tell how much we didn't care about this episode? Which sucks yeah. because it's an Oz episode. We didn't even get I to that know. part. Oz is a werewolf. You guys, yeah, Oz is, is a werewolf. I really, and I'm really, really mad. like that. I'm really mad because he got bit by his cousin. 
his yeah. tiny baby cousin. Uh-huh. And that's what made him a werewolf, because his cousin right. is a werewolf. And I'm like, if you knew that your son, your tiny child son, was a werewolf... He's really young, too. Like, like when Oz describes him, he says, my, my cousin Jordy just got his grown-up teeth in. Right. So he's, like, maybe ten. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. So if you knew that your child was a werewolf, and right. you let, like, their older cousin play with him, and he bites him, that's on you. Yeah. Like, and they didn't even tell Oz. They didn't even give him a heads up. How he finds out for sure that it was his cousin that changed him, he calls his aunt, and he's like, hey, Aunt Katie, um, I just had a question. Is Jordy a werewolf? <laughs> And he pauses for a little bit, and he's listening, and he goes, okay, and how long has that been going on? (laughs) All right. Yeah, thanks. Love to Uncle Ken. And then he (laughs) hangs up, and that's the conversation they have about him getting changed into a werewolf. Also, like, (laughs) I feel like if if I had a son who was a werewolf, and I knew that he had bitten somebody and they call me and they're like hey is your son a werewolf like (laughs) i don't know that whole interaction was just so weird to me i like don't even know what to say about it because it was just so like that's how you're gonna respond Mm -hmm. when somebody asks you that right but anyway but yeah oz is a werewolf which i like and he's he's cool i love oz so much he's a good guy I really, really love Oz. Oz is my favorite character right now, hands Ooh. down. Oh, no. That didn't sound Oh, good. no, 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 no. Sorry, no. I was just, I was saying ooh as an interesting. Okay. You have a favorite character. I do have a favorite character. Before, before him, it was a toss-up between Giles and Willow. I love but, Giles. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Giles. Yeah. But yeah, right now, Oz is my favorite character. It also might be because he drives a van, you know, and he's in a band. He's he, living my dream. The dream. Yeah. Um what one of my one of my notes is this is a contender for sci-fi's worst werewolf costume. Oh, for sure. So bad. The werewolf costume in this episode is rough. It is a joke. I'm also just like not a huge fan of uh I guess their interpretation of werewolves. Um, you mean, like, it's three nights out of the month? Yeah, and, like, uh, you know, the fact that, like, he's fine the next day? Right. I'm, I, I'm a big fan of, um, of it being, like, a pretty big burden. Right. Because I think it would be. Yeah. Harry Potter style. Um, even Teen Wolf, uh, they show that a little bit. Like, they show how difficult it can be. And this was just kind of, like... Like, Oz wakes up in the middle of the woods uh, the first night that he changes. He wakes up naked in the woods, and he goes, huh. Which was, like, funny, but I was also like, this is a kind of crucial moment of lore building, in my own personal opinion. Mm, Yeah. And so, like, like that, that shows how people consider being a werewolf. Like, the werewolves themselves, how they consider it. Mm -hmm. And, um... Yeah, it was just weird. And, like, uh, the fact that the hunter, um, the hunter mentioned that he skins them and sells their 
their fur right in Sri Lanka. And I thought that was weird. Um, as opposed to like, I guess like in Harry Potter, I like that they're like social outcasts or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, in this one, they're kind of just like animals, I guess. Yeah, like just animals that people can like hunt and whatever yeah. keep in a cage. Right. And I, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of it. And uh, it doesn't it doesn't have any weight. Like being a vampire has in this in Buffy, like it has way more of a weight than yeah. being a being a werewolf does. I will. Oh, say- we could t- we could talk about Angel. Oh yeah, so um, Angel shows up this episode. Yeah, in in Twilight New Moon. So, <laughs> that's what I thought of. There's this yeah. scene. So Angel. Um, you think that, like, they mentioned him initially at first. At first, in the beginning of the episode, I was like, Buffy seems a little peppy for what happened yeah. in 214. Right. Um, uh, but, so Angel shows up. There's this girl, um, that... Teresa. We've seen once before in the episode. And she's walking home. And the Angel comes out. And he kind of surprises her. And he's, like, being all charming. Um, also... Just like I, I, I just find it really interesting how David Boreanaz, like his face looks different. His face looks different. As Angelus, I noticed that. I noticed that a lot. Like, um, he's definitely paler. Mm-hmm. So they're doing his makeup differently for sure. He also, but I don't know. He just has this like I don't know. Him. It's the way he carries his face. Yeah, which for is sure. interesting because I never really like. I don't know. It's an interesting acting choice, and it like works because you know as soon as he comes on screen, he's like he's a bad guy. He's got yeah, his bad I guy think face it's on. Like when he was Angel, like when he still had his soul, um, he had like this puppy dog look all the time right, when all he was the constantly time. like, "Oh my, I'm gonna, I'm making the face." God, <laughs> I hate. <laughs> Why is this oh, a podcast? This, it's it's um, by the way, it's International Podcasting Day, guys. No way! That is what today is. It's also a little bit beyond the six-month anniversary of when this podcast started. Oh, I haven't seen you in six whole months. I know, six months! Man, only three years to go before (laughs) I see you again, statistically speaking. As the tradition goes. Yeah, Beth and I were internet friends for three and a half years before we met for the first time, and she came with my family to a family reunion uh, at a beach. It was so much fun. And then, that was so much fun. And then three and a half years later, I visited her <laughs> in New York. So, so we've only got three more so, years to go. Yeah, we have three more years, and then I'll we'll see each other wherever we are. Then who knows? Probably doing this podcast. That's yeah, where we'll be real. in three years. We'll um, we'll be doing it until twenty January twenty nineteen. Right. Which is yeah a weird thing to think about. It is. It's very weird. Um. I don't even remember what we were talking about. This episode was boring. It was, you guys. I honestly, I thought about that, like, because it just didn't hold my attention at all, and I was like, this no. should be an interesting episode. Yeah. And it isn't, and I can't figure out why. Um, I think maybe, like, I don't feel like a whole lot was going on. Most, Not really. Most Buffy episodes, like, will have one thing that's going on. And then a subplot with two or three characters that is correlated to the other thing. 
or like even causes the main thing. And then you got like another subplot with a couple of characters, and then you have like a at least like one romantic plot, whether right. it's like Xander and Cordy or like Willow and Oz or Buffy, Buffy and Angel. Angel. Yeah. Giles or and even Jenny. Giles and Jenny, yeah. Um and um yeah, and this one was just kinda like like there was a little bit of Willow and Oz and then Xander and Cordelia. Yeah, um, and it just, I don't know, it just was not very appealing. Like, none of the mm-hmm. stories, which sucks because, like I said, freaking love Oz, love his character, yeah. love Seth Green. He, I mean, he does a lot with, he does good job with what he's given, but what he's given is He did a really great. good job with what he was doing, with what he was given. Oh, yeah, another really weird part, okay, so the episode ends with, um, oh, I didn't like Willow and Oz's kiss. You didn't like that that no quick one. No, they they finally kiss in this episode, and there's like this huge buildup, and then Buffy like convinces Willow like you need to make the first move, and she's like okay, I'm going to, and she goes to his house, and he uh-huh. turns into a werewolf. So they don't kiss then, and then <laughs> and then uh, they uh, later they he's like not a werewolf anymore, and. Um, He's not a werewolf anymore. And then they're like... Are you okay? <laughs> Is it because I farted? Did you fart? <laughs> I did. I'm drinking coffee. It makes me gassy. Oh, no, me too. But I was, like, trying to keep talking because I was like, oh, she's just going to edit it out of it. You would edit it out of your side. And so I was just gonna like keep talking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh. What was I even? You were talking about how you didn't like the kiss. Okay, so back to square one. <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh man. Okay, back to square one. Willow and Oz, like, they have all this build-up and stuff, and then the final kiss is, like, after she knows that he's a werewolf and he knows that's something that he's gonna have to deal with for the rest of his life, and they're in, like, the, uh, whatever, the courtyard at the high school, mm-hmm. and she's, and, like, they, she says, like, oh, I still like you and I still want to date you even though you're a werewolf, and he's like, great, I still want to date you too, and then she leaves, and then she, like, runs back and kisses him just really quick, and then she runs away, and then Oz looks longingly after her and says, A werewolf, a werewolf in love. <laughs> That's it. It's a fragment. It's not even a full sentence. What about it? Right? Like, <laughs> like and the, the way he said it, it wasn't like, a werewolf in love. Huh. Like, yeah. he doesn't think it's weird or anything. He just goes, a werewolf in love. <laughs> and it was just, it was weird. And I, I would have liked, because there was all this build up, you know, because we had that beautiful moment last episode where they're like in the car yeah and and he's like oh i'm not gonna kiss you like right because you still like xander i'm gonna kiss you when you're ready or whatever and so i thought we would get like a really nice thing that's where, true like, I thought we would, yeah i thought i was gonna be rewarded for that because he was all dramatic about it saying i'll kiss you when you're ready and then she oh, ends man. up kissing him and it's like really quick and it, i don't know yeah, that's, that's a really good point. There's like, it yeah, didn't, it, it didn't pay off for me. All the build up, because we see we hear they had like four or five conversations about Willow and Oz having not kissed yet. Yeah, just this episode, right? And then there were like two last episode too. So I'm just like, 
Yeah. That, Which is it? Do you want there to be a huge buildup, or do you want it to be, like, quick and surprising? Yeah, I guess that, I guess it depends. I didn't, I didn't, like, it, I thought it was, I thought it was sweet, because I think everything they do is sweet. Right. But, like, yeah, it, it is kind of, like, annoying that <clears throat> they took, like, what was a really cool ep- a moment from the last episode and kind of invalidated it. Yeah. Or maybe they didn't. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe because Willow... I mean, I, do, I don't think this episode is very good. Right. But um, because Willow and Oz, like, now they've kind of... They've had something that they've both, like, gone through. Like, so they've both gone through the werewolf thing. Not that she's been a werewolf, but, like, she was there. She knows he is. Yeah. And now he's got this thing... And, like, they've accepted each other, or she's accepted him, and he's accepted her for, like, kind of being weird at the start of their relationship about Xander and stuff. Maybe Uh they felt like it was earned, I guess? Like, maybe, oh, they've struggled enough, even though they've barely struggled at all. I will say, I was going to say, by the way, we didn't ever end up talking about Angel, but we'll come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that they do... You said that, um, yeah, they don't take the werewolf thing, like, seriously enough. Mm-hmm. They definitely breach that later. Okay. In the show. I'm not gonna... Okay. Season two is all very, very blurry to me, because it's been a couple of years. But I will say that at least in the next couple of seasons, they will approach that. Okay, cool. So, I wouldn't... I mean, it's not gonna be some huge thing, but... It's there. Okay. Um, but Angel. So Angel. <laughs> Angel has started torturing Buffy by, um, he took a girl that she knew, that she had just seen that day, um, and changed her into a vampire, and then Buffy's, like, visiting her, because everybody thinks she's dead, and so Buffy goes to, like, visit her coffin and, like, see her, and, um, and then the girl, like, comes, she reanimates, and she's a vampire, and she's, like, Angel sends his love, and, uh, she, like, tackles Buffy, and Xander ends up staking her, and so the psychological torture that Angelus is, uh, keen of, keen to? Keen Keen to inflict. Keen to inflict upon his items of affection. Yes. He started that with her, um, which... You know, I'm down to see Buffy break. I I think that'd be cool. I'll watch that. I'll I'll probably enjoy that. But Sarah Michelle Gellar is just too good at being fucked up. She's really she She makes it too good to watch. Yeah, like I love her psychological torment. I love it. I love her brooding episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. She's good. She's very. She's a very good like. Yeah, brooding is a good word for it. She's like very she, she does like angry just underneath the surface. Uh huh. Very well. Yeah, she's big a big fan of hers. She's a good. Um, yeah. So that whole thing, and then so Angel kills this this girl, and there's a scene where he kills her, and then Oz, in werewolf form, approaches the body. And the werewolf looks at the vampire, and I was like, oh, man, I love Twilight. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> Man. I love Twilight. I read them because I I was I'm a sucker for like my best uh-huh. friend was sucker. super into like oh, vampires. Okay. Haha. Alright. All I right. would um I'm I was into like paranormal romance. Yeah. Like that kind too. of thing. Um but my best friend was like actually really into it. So I would borrow I would borrow all of her books. I was really into it. I had an Edward Cullen cutout. A cutout? Yeah, I got an Edward Cullen cutout for Christmas when I was 12, I believe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my older brother used to always put it in my mom's shower, so she would go into her bathroom, and there <laughs> would, it would look like there would be somebody in her shower, and she would always scream. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was a huge Twilight fan. Sometimes I still get cravings to watch it. I'm like, you know what I want to watch? Twilight. I loved those books. I wonder if they hold up. I bet they don't. I haven't read them since I, since, probably since whatever, is the last one Eclipse? The last one is Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. That's it. Haven't read it since Breaking Dawn. And I remember reading, I remember going to one of my best friend's soccer games and just reading Breaking Dawn on the sidelines while she was playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I really like those books. My mom, I knew a lot of adult people that were really into it, too. A lot of adult women that were super into it. My, my, I had some aunts that were into it. My mom really liked it. My mom read them and liked it. I think my dad read them and liked it, too. Really? So maybe they do hold up. Maybe the only reason that we're like, huh, Twilight now is because it's, like, the thing to make fun of. It's the thing to do. Yeah. But honestly, if you want to get real, the only reason that it's a thing to make fun of is it's because something it was something that girls predominantly liked, so that's why it got made fun of. Like mm-hmm. One Direction. Like One Direction. I'm a huge fan of One Direction. Huge Me fan. Me too. That I, has a One Direction tattoo. I do. I wore... I like it. I that's wore, my favorite tattoo of yours. Mine too. It was the, like, the when it immediately when it was done, I told the guy, whose name was Louie, um, <laughs> I told the guy, I was like, this is my favorite tattoo. Yeah, it's like, a good one. he was like, really, you just got it? And I was like, I already know. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one. It's the, the font is really cute. Um, but, uh, I wore my, I went to a Power Bottom concert last night, and, um, I wore my LOL You're Not Harry Styles shirt, <laughs> and I stood in front of the barricade, which meant I was right in front of the stage. Right. Um, like, in front of the crowd, but behind the band, whatever. Yeah. Um, and... I know that gap. One of the people, the drummer for Power Bottom, saw my shirt, and they loved it, and they were like, during the show, they were like, did you guys listen to Niall's new single today? <laughs> like, I didn't listen to it. It was okay. I mean, like, it's good. It's, like, fine. I haven't been impressed yeah. with anything that they've done, like, individually. Like, Zayn's album didn't really do much for me. I didn't listen to Zayn's album either. It was... I haven't I haven't really listened to One Direction since Midnight Memories. I used to... Oh, I always think about it. I know. I, uh, I always think about it at this time of year because um, the fall that I got my license was the, the fall that Midnight Memories came out. And I would always listen to it, and I would go pick up my best friend, and then we'd go to high school together, <laughs> and we'd always listen to that to that album. Um, Midnight Memories, I, I think, album. is the worst album. <laughs> worst what? One Direction album. 
Oh my god, I love that album. Um, I wasn't... I don't know. We can have a One Direction podcast some other oh, time. so good. Um, I'm not sure that our fans, our, our listeners, I mean, like One Direction. You guys... I don't you care should. what you guys like. Yeah. <laughs> this is for us. We don't give a shit about Honestly, you. Honestly, I was thinking about this today. I was like, I don't really care if anyone listens to this because I... Oh, me neither. ...have so much fun talking yeah. about this and doing it and it's yeah. honestly i was just texting caroline like we both had pretty crappy weeks yeah so like i was texting her earlier and i was like i cannot wait to do this it's like honestly sometimes it's the highlight of my week yeah sometimes like it's it's good to know that like okay like okay today we're recording it's friday at five forty-two. it's good to know that like um I can say the last thing I have to do this week is record my podcast. And that's, like, me saying I have to do the podcast is, like, like right. I don't even, it's like, have even to like... do it. Like, I'm excited. It's not even an obligation. It's just like, oh, got to set some time this weekend for my podcast. Yeah. I love my podcast. My podcast. Yeah. So, anyway, you can stop listening to this. We don't give a shit. Get out of our lives. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Wait, okay. So is this a feminist pot is this a feminist episode? I'm I'm gonna we can do it out of numerical because yes or no is so objective. Right, yeah. Um uh, I'm gonna give it uh five for feminism. I'd give it a Yeah, five. Because it had the characters that were inherently sexist and it had like people standing up to them and like they're painted as like the bullies and the villains. Right. But it was also, very, like, typically. Yeah. I liked the, I liked the Cordelia and Willow stuff, that they're getting friends, they're, they're becoming friends, it's, like, not, it's not a competition. Yeah. Because they both, I, yeah. at, she, because, I mean, early in the episode, Willow calls her a skinky hoe, which is, oh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I um, forgot about that. But then, they talk, and although it is about, just about Xander, they're, yeah. they're, like, Man, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's not, they're, neither of them are being like, well, he likes me more. Right. I don't know. I liked that scene when they were just and sitting in the bronze. Buffy and Willow's scene didn't pass the Bechdel test either. Yeah, Willow was, was talking Angel. about Oz, and then, and then it switched to being about Angel. Right. And yeah. it was just about how they wanted boyfriends. So, I'm giving it a five. It was whatever. Yeah. Just like this episode. I'm giving it a five, because it was whatever. Alright. Hopefully next week will be better, everybody. I feel like it will. I hope it will. Season two is good. Yep. See ya, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.